You're listening to Love Talk Live with the relationship expert, Jamie Bronstein, only on A Talk Radio. Hello, and welcome to Love Talk Live. I'm your host, Jamie Bronstein, and today I have with me Alex Weber. Welcome. Hey, hey, thanks so much for having me. Thanks for doing the show. I'm so excited to talk to you about lots of different things today. (laughs) I do. Okay, so I'm going to read to the audience a little bit about Alex, and then we're going to get into some amazing, inspirational, and fun topics. Cool. So Alex Weber is an international keynote speaker, award-winning host for NBC, competitor on the Emmy-nominated series American Ninja Warrior, and author of the upcoming book, Fail Proof, Become the Unstoppable You. But Alex also knows what it feels like to hit challenges, self-doubt, uncertainty, and failures, and how you can overcome them. Alex is his system to accomplish your biggest goals in your career, your relationships, and your life. So, Alex. Yes. Let's start with, tell us just a little bit about yourself. Um, let's get into the childhood. No, I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> We're not doing we're not doing a therapy session, but tell us, tell us about you. Tell us your story. How did you get into what you do and um, what was the inspiration for your book? And um, then I'm going to ask you some questions about your personal dating life. And then we will get into some ninja warrior talking and um, it's going to be great. Sounds good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh... You know, I've gotten asked about like my background uh, before doing doing shows and things like that. And I, I often use the word chapters uh, because there was definitely chapters of my life. You know, I do college, left that world of it was supposed to go into finance to basically in New York City, left it all to move out to L.A. Because I was like, I really feel like I'm drawn to entertainment. And I ended up coaching lacrosse as my side job while pursuing entertainment, which was really interesting because. I was a gatekeeper to these young adults' dreams of playing college lacrosse. I was the expert. I was the coach. And then I would change clothes in my car, take off the polo with the nice crest, and I would go to these auditions and acting classes and comedy shows where I was the person with the dream and other people were the gatekeepers. So it was a real, I think back to those years, it was really, it really showed me a lot of how people can lead other people whatever that word means to you as a, as a friend, as a business, as a relationship in a either way of loving and caring or a way of like good enough. And that was kind of really what I learned in that. Uh, but I ended up winning us lacrosse coach of the year and um, really felt then drawn to like, you know, I love doing stand up, and I went after doing stand up comedy and TV hosting and was doing stand up and won an award. I, I first started out with American Ninja warrior being a host for NBC. I hosted a new series. And uh, I won an award doing that. And part of that job was to not only talk about the sport, but actually try the obstacles and like goofy fail. And after doing goofy failing for a year um, with the bosses basically saying, you know, I think it actually would play better if you got good at this. I fell in love with the sport. I started training all the time with the athletes and became a competitor. And so I went from a host to a competitor and, it's been in my life now for six years. Um, and a few years ago, 2019, you know, I was doing a kind of idea of doing stand up comedy and TV hosting, 
I really feel drawn to speaking. I'm, I'm wondering if there's a way to put it all together. And that has been my professional job for the last three years is doing keynote speaking with comedy, with uplifting, with positivity um, to help people reach their goals. What I love about your story is that I feel like it's so, it's like, I, I, I believe in the universe and I believe that there's a plan and it's, it's like you were take every thought that you had, every idea that you had, mm-hmm. you took action. And when we take action, the universe rewards us. So every action that you took led you to exactly where you needed to be. And it sounds like, and obviously like there is so much more abundance and so many more opportunities even ahead of you that you have no idea for all of us. Right. But I uh, following your dreams and listening to that voice inside and then actually taking action. You're walking the walk. Thank you for that. I I appreciate that. And I think, you know, I've met so many keynote speakers who are just the depth of their knowledge and they're the real deal. But I do think in this arena of quote unquote motivational speaking, which is, it's a pretty generic term, but I think there's a trap of it being like, I roll cliche hallmarky of like, just hang in there. You can do anything. And, and that's not the truth. (laughs) And I'm thankful, as you said, I I really have challenged myself and, and feel really aligned of kind of walking the walk, talking the talk, and then leaping the leap with Ninja Warriors. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that's amazing that you, you, I mean, any thing you train is so inspiring. Yeah. Thank you. It's, uh, I mean, I, that the sport is, uh, it's amazing that community, it's never been a fairy tale process. I don't, for me and for a lot of people, but it's also part of the reason why I love it it's a very tough sport and it's a very tough path to pursue because the thing you're going after, which is I usually to compete on the show and do well only happens once a year, you may or may not get invited to compete. And so there are heartbreaks in it and we all have that. And I've had a few heartbreaks in my time with American Ninja Warrior, but I've also now learned to, if it makes sense, it, makes me love it even more um, because it's given me so many gifts and wonderful moments and it's given two heartbreak. Um, But it's like, it's like a very real relationship. It's been going for six years. Yeah. Yeah. But it's, that's life. We need to, when I was a little girl, my dad said, Jamie, there's the yin and the yang of life. You know, like you have to be sick in order to appreciate being healthy. You have to be sad in order to appreciate being happy. It's, and we all experience all of these emotions. So, and failure of course is so important to appreciate when we do have that success. So true. So true. Yes. Okay. So got to get into relationship talk. Speaking of relationships, um, tell us, we don't have to get into too much detail, but feel free to share. (laughs) I, I wanted to know, from your experience with relationships, what are one, what are things that you would like to share with the audience about like what to do, what not to do, what you've learned has worked, 
has not worked and you're laughing and I love that you're laughing because yeah. you have lightheartedness when it comes to everything in life. Yeah, I appreciate that. Yeah, I could probably share more on what not to do, but uh, I, I'll say this. My, my biggest, I think, learning from, yes, being in relationships, but also seeing my parents and then also seeing friends and uh, my brother's relationships, my sister's and just kind of witnessing love in the world and relationships. I think you're either on the same team or you're not. And I think there is a fork in the road and the relationships that I've seen do the best have not been the ones where it's like, I did the day, so you should do this. Right. I think that there's obviously a time and a place for that kind of thing, but the relationships, at least I've seen that with my friends that have gone the best and moments when I've experienced in my own life have been like, Hey, you seem stressed. So I actually cooked dinner and I wanted to, because that makes me feel good that, you know, you're on the same team. And I think that everything that happens after that journey is after that fork in the road of are we headed down this path as teammates or are we headed down this path as like kind of one-upping each other maybe right. not always having each other's back okay i love that you're saying that because that is exactly what i work with with my clients so you are onto something man yeah. i mean there, you need to have that mutual unconditional love for each other that support you prioritize each other. You've got each other's backs. And what you were saying is what I agree with. When there's competition in a relationship, save competition for your friends. I don't even think there should be competition with your friends, mm -hmm. but save the competition for work, for anything else. But in your relationship, it should be all about love. And another thing that I think people don't have never really thought about is that your relationship truly should be your solace. It should be that warmth yeah, yeah. at the end of the day because there's enough stress in this world and it shouldn't be the cause of the stress in your life. It should be your solace. And so sometimes great. when people hear that, it's very eye-opening for them. Yeah, I, you're so right. And I, I mean, especially like there's a lot of pressure on relationships, but again, like, you know, I like that this word partner is trending uh, like, you know, it's, it feels like it's very cultural now. Like people don't say boyfriend and girlfriend, they say my partner. And, uh, if, if we actually like, okay, adhere to that truth of like, dang, well now you got a partner in it. Like, you know, that's great. You have someone who's got your back and can be with you. Um, but it's, it's tough to find that it is. I have to say, okay. Yes. Okay. I'll say what I was going to say after. It is, it's not, it's not, um, it doesn't happen every day. However, with steps to manifesting love, which I'm writing a book on right now, um, when you do these steps to manifesting love and manifesting, not just anybody, but the right person yeah. for you, it can happen. And it all starts with that self-love, which I'm sure that you talk about. Yeah. And I, I, you're, you're saying something which I've realized more and more. And, uh, that's the sin of one with the men that I, I, I mean, we just open up about our lives every single week. So I know them very well and they're cool, successful guys. Um, we're trying to be it, you know, rather than seeking it, rather than 
because because I've done that and I've done the chasing and the seeking and longing and thinking like it's out there. And um, my goal is to this time really just build up who I am. Um, one, so that I feel good solo. And two, like, I think that the person that I'm really drawn to would be more drawn to that me. Um, yeah, I'm on the journey. So it's, it's tough to say like, dang, they, they might not want me now, but hopefully they'd want me then, but I'm on the journey and I'm becoming that. The cool thing is that your person is looking for you also, or your person is getting ready to meet you also. That's and that's what people forget. Like you're doing the work, they're doing the work. Yeah. So I'm just sending so much light ahead. And um, can I please go to your wedding? Yeah, come on in. <laughs> Thank you. Um, okay, what I wanted to say just quickly about um, about partner is that yeah. for me, I still like using significant other because to me, I don't know. I think of like um, partner, like Buzz Lightyear, like in sure, um, Woody, sure, sure. not Buzz Lightyear, Woody. Like I just think of like partner. Yeah, so yeah. for me, I still like to use the word significant other, but that's just sure. personal. That's neither here nor there. Let's move on. I don't have one, so they can use whatever name they want. Uh, yeah. Yeah. When you meet your person, you guys can decide. Great. And I'll just well, you get married. It's still, it's like you you can still have a partner or significant other. You also have a spouse. Right. Uh, well, yeah. And then there's the fiance period also. But uh-huh. anyway. Okay. So you wanted to talk about masculinity and the pressures in dating as a man. Yeah. And I mean, I guess I can take a lot of forms. I just know that I go through it at times. Um, and again, you know, running this men's community, I just see it with the guys and, and these are like, uh, it's a high achieve. It's for high achieving men. And, uh, so these are guys that are like doing well in the world. Um, but I don't know. Dating is hard. I, I think it's hard for everyone. Um, and obviously we could point fingers to like some thing of grass is greener. We live in a, a time where like there's endless options and all of that. And I think that there's like paralysis of choice and uh, it, all of that. Um, but obviously people do find each other. I, I think one thing just to bring it to men is I, I think is a tough thing to navigate for a lot of guys, this line of alpha with not, meaning like women are attracted to, and I'm, I'm, I'm of course going to be generalizing in this, uh, but there's some truth in what I'm saying as well, even if it might be overly generalizing. Okay. Women are attracted to men who are strong or have done well, or have a purpose in the world, or impactful, or in our, or are in a position of impact or prestige. And so, okay, that pressure then comes on guys of like, okay, like, gotta go do well. As much I understand that, but the guy treating a woman is is chivalrous and almost expected. I won't say that again. I'm horribly generalizing, and I've gone on many dates where. Um, we've either split or the woman has taken me out and, and all of that. But I do think there is some still residual from decades of pressure that men put on themselves to be in a position of 
hey, I've got it all going on and I'm a protector and I'm a caregiver. And uh, I think we battle, I'm just being very real with this, that line of doing it while also being real to like, hey, we are human beings and like, we got crap going on at work and like, we're having a down month. And like, I being human beings who are also struggling and letting someone in on that without being in the trip. Points that you're making. Because yes, evolutionarily, women do want that strong man. We want a man to, that we feel safe with, that we can feel is our, is protective of us, that we mm -hmm. feel is our protector. Um, but yet at the same time, what you're talking about is that men and women, regardless of anything, just, we just need to show up as our authentic selves, which is what we were talking about, mm -hmm. which brings me to vulnerability, which sounds like you were kind of getting to like, yes, a man is feeling this pressure. He needs to be this and do this and everything. But at the same time, and I'm sure you're working with your guys on this, and this is happening more and more every day, more men are being vulnerable. And if a man shows up to a date and he's had a stressful day, he shouldn't be like, there's a difference because some guys, because they don't say it, they show up kind of not present and like, yeah, 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 yeah. you know, but that's the thing. Men need to learn. Just, just say how you're feeling. Yeah. It's not hard, but it takes practice. You're so right. I mean, I think you nailed it of like the present thing. Uh, that's probably been one of my learnings too. Is, is yeah, just be present. Yeah. Present is good. There's no better um, time than present. Well, I'll, I mean, I'll share uh, my own personal with dating because I think it, it relates to like what a lot of other guys might be going through too. And like, um, I don't know the right answer here. I, uh, in my past, I, so I feel very wanting a partner, a significant another, whatever label we put on this, <laughs> to do like team up and, and to do life with. That's amazing in my relationship of what that can be like. And I was like, okay, I get it. I get the movies. I get the songs now. Like this is good stuff. We ultimately were not a, a fit. And really since that relationship, I've, if I don't feel that myself and this person, whoever I'm going to date with are going to be long-term, I can be very much like one or two dates in like, Hey, I don't think we should continue because, and I get both sides. I get that. Like, well, you have to give people a chance mm -hmm. and, and they need to give me a chance and all that. I've been on both sides of this. Um, but also like, we're not playing racquetball. There are feelings, very real, primal, emotional, deep feelings that go on, emotions in her, in me, as you go in this period of exploring where one of us is most likely going to get hurt. And so not necessarily, but like some degree. If it's not, if you're not going to be together, yes. Correct. So whether that, so if that is the constant of like, okay, and I, I hate to like almost get like objective with it but it's true because i have indulged and been like well maybe we can just see where this goes but either i'll get deeper feelings or she will and if we know we're not a match then like three weeks in a month in six weeks three months whatever it might be six months i've dated people for two years when we even when we didn't know it was a fit there's gonna be some hard moments there 
So I guess what I'm saying is, is the question like, it's better to love and lose, like it's better to enjoy those three months together. And then even if there's pain with it, or is it better before you go on that journey to kind of be like, let's, let's not, because this may either hurt you or me. I don't know. Okay. I do. Uh, hit me. <laughs> okay. When you, this, what you're talking about, what's coming to me is all about intuition. And it sounds like you have cultivated a strong intuition. You're very connected with yourself. Yeah. And that is one of the greatest gifts that one can give to themselves. So the truth is that when one party knows for sure that this yeah. is not their person, the sooner the better. It's it's That's honoring yourself. Advice. It's That's honoring. Advice, yeah. yeah. And it's honoring yourself and it's honoring the other person. And life is short. Mm -hmm. So if you know, which is such a beautiful thing to cultivate this intuition and that clarity, when you get your clarity and you know for sure, it is best just to be really honest. Because the truth is that if they're not right for you, you're if you're not right for them, they're not right for you. So you're actually, you are doing them a service. But yeah. that's what they're supposed to be with. And again, I've been on both sides. I've been on the side saying, hey, I don't feel that. And I've been on the receiving side of someone saying they don't feel that. And uh, you're right. And, and, and I love what you said also about like, it depends on each person's relationship with their intuition. I do feel very connected and have a, a clear one. And so it's like, when you know, you know. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it needs, it doesn't need to be, we need to talk. It can be as simple as possible. I don't believe, like, I believe in the only time in life it's okay to be selfish because I believe in being selfful and not selfish. I don't love the word selfish, but is dating because this is your journey. And the truth is that, like, is that people's hearts will get broken, but it's also a learning and growing experience for them. So it's okay. And if it's not right, it's not right. Okay. But we need to move on because we only have more minutes. I want to talk about watching this to check out your Instagram. Okay. <laughs> because it's interesting to hear that you were our in comedy because, oh my God, you are so entertaining. Oh, thank this you. This is what Alex does. He does these <laughs> things and, and maybe you can tutor me because I've tried doing this. I don't understand how to do it. I tried it once. It didn't work. You do the, like, I know that you're on TikTok a lot. TikTok a lot, but he does these things where he's you're pretending you're two different people having a conversation. It is so effing funny. Thank you. I appreciate you saying that. You are so talented. You're so creative. Please oh. teach me. But follow what? Is, okay, now this is a good time to plug. What okay. is your Instagram? Yeah, thank you for for saying that. It's uh, I'm Alex Weber, one B and Weber, just letter I am Alex Weber, and that is back in my life in a newer way. I went for, uh, I mean, I come from comedy, and then when I got into like speaking in the book, I almost like turned down the dial on comedy. I guess because I wanted to be taken professional and serious, mm -hmm. and I missed it. And then this summer, I was just like all right, let's let it, let's let it rip. And whatever happens is whatever happens. You're bringing it back. Well, um, yeah, but this goes back to that. You just got to be your authentic self. And so I understand true. because Instagram is a public, it's a platform. I mean, it's, so a book publisher was, go is going to see what you sure. do, but they also, you want them to see all of you. 
Very true. And you very obviously true. got a book deal, so. Okay. No, no, very, say it again. Oh, no. Go on, but I want you to plug your book also. Oh, yeah. It's called Fail Proof, Become the Unstoppable You. It's on Amazon and Bonobo and all that good stuff. Um, yes, career and ambitions and Ninja Warrior for all of us, whatever our high ambitions are is in it. But also every piece of the book, I ran through what I call the arenas of life. So there's that, but then there's like relationships. So like love and family and friends, and then your personal, your heartbeats, your moments. Uh, so I am, I'm, I'm proud of it and it's been helping people. So that's been cool. Yeah. Well, my goal is always to inspire and it sounds like yours is also. And so, yeah. and I'm sure that, that because of your personality, there's probably some lightheartedness into it also. Yeah. Humor, yeah. <laughs> always helpful and, and lots of good inspirational nuggets. Yeah. Sure. Um, okay. And so what about your website? Yeah. Same thing. I'm Alex Weber, uh, letter I, letter M, Alex Weber with one B. And uh, that's, you know, if you want to speaking organizations, companies, schools, um, truly a tremendous, life. and that is a support connection camaraderie for high achieving men to become men we admire. And do you work with men or anybody individually? I do. Or yeah. I, I'm basically because of how much, you know, it takes a lot of heart and time to do it. So I have one spot that uh, if there is someone who feels resonant and would like to uh, work with me on that, please do reach out. But yeah. Hot ticket item. Okay. <laughs> um, well, my, and everybody always can find me at the relationshipexpert.com. Um, Alex Weber. I don't know why I feel like calling you Alex Weber, but I just do. Um, thank you so much for joining us today. Follow this man. You are just, you're extraordinary. Um, I will be following up because I, I will have to do a zoom. I need that tutorial. How that the best? Um, you are amazing. You're extraordinary. Thank you so much for joining us. And thank you everybody for joining us. Join us every week, 2 PM PST. Love Talk Live on LA Talk Radio. Have a great afternoon night, everyone. Bye. You're listening to Love Talk Live with the relationship expert, Jamie Bronstein, only on LA Talk Radio.